What's up, Lashinistas? Welcome to the show. This is the House of Sassy podcast, where we talk about the ever-growing eyelash business. This is your first time listening to the show. Welcome. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow as a lash artist and or lash business owner. So whether you work for a company or yourself, this podcast is for you. Hey guys, this is Mike and Shauna Jones. We are the owners of House of Sassy. Our heart is to share with you guys our uphill battle in this lash industry and to show you guys what started out of a tiny bedroom in our house with no money has now turned into an eight-figure company. We are here to encourage you during your lash journey and to give you guys a raw version of what things are really like. Today, we're going to be speaking about... How to become a lash trainer. Yes, we would know. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to say the do's and don'ts of the state yeah. board loves. <laughs> uh, we're going we're gonna to go a little more in depth. We're going to talk about the education side of things and just how we set it up. But more importantly for you guys, we're going to teach you guys the right way to do it so that you guys can start doing your own trainings and make some extra coin. So it's a win for everybody. Yes. All right. So jumping in to today's episode, we're going to talk about the education side. So go ahead. Take it away, young lady. So um, another awesome topic. I think that um, just scrolling through and just reading up on stuff and just, you know, having state board up our ass uh, really has just... State board lives in there. They do. They live in my, my ass. So um, I think that it's important, even though we're under the spotlight and state board is giving us shit, we want those people like you guys to know what to do, what not to do. Um, I felt it was important that we started a, a training um, that was extremely extensive. And I will say we have a five-day course, but my goal in this industry is to have accredited schools specifically designed for lash artists. So no cosmetology, no esthetician. Like you don't need to wax a vagina to do lashes. So you guys need to separate the two. I think that there needs to be um, weeks and weeks of sanitation. And I think there needs to be business, the business part of that. La- I mean, I could go on and on, but anyways, what was the topic? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So listen, I <laughs> first and foremost, for those of you out there that think you're going to train somebody in a day, stop right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You cannot train somebody. Think about if you're a well-known, I don't want to say well-known, if you've been lashing for like a year and people know who you are and you've got a steady client base, how long did it take you to get to where you are now? Yeah. Like how long did it take you to figure out little tips and tricks just about everything in this business? Now you're going to expect somebody green coming off the road who doesn't know anything to like literally learn what you know in one year and one day? No. You're going to rip them off like that? Like if you think about it, we designed our course, okay, as a five-day course and we set it up that way so that they can literally be spoon-fed a little bit at a time and we can compartmentalize and break it down to segments. And what we do, day one, we do intro. Uh, we explain the differences in curls, the differences in diameters, the different types of lashes. We then show them how to do a banana peel, a lash bath, and we have them practice doing classic lashes on their mannequin head. We also, I mean, we also go over like the theory part of it. We theory. also go over like- State things, board requirements. State board requirements, don't work. which we, they don't work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we also go over, we're gonna be super in trouble Oh, they're gonna, be, they're gonna be they're, at a door tomorrow. They're gonna be like down my throat now. Um, uh, also, we talk about like, I think it's important as a lash artist to know during your training, like, hey, this is the differences in like a massage table, a recliner, like what are the pros and cons? Like we go over that. I think that's super important. Like. There's so many things that we touch on. Like that's the first day. Um, day two, 
We show them how to do a full removal. We mm-hmm. explain the difference between the cream and gel remover. Mm-hmm. We have them practice uh, pairing up on each other. Mm-hmm. So they actually get a feel for what it's like to yeah. lash a real person instead of that rubbery latex mannequin head. Yeah, that's so hard. And then we just dial them in there, go over some more frequently asked questions and misconceptions. Mm-hmm. Day three, we usually split the room in half. Half the group will be going first thing in the morning. They'll be doing a model. The other half will be learning how to do a volume fan. We teach them how to make a handmade volume fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, day four, and then I mean, in the afternoon we actually flip-flop. Sorry. Day four, uh, we teach them mega volume. Mm-hmm. St. Rose, we do um, – if. If it's in Vegas, which it's not going to be in Vegas until we get state board off our backs, but um, when it is in Vegas, we have them actually go to our Take St. Rose location. Trip. Yeah, so they can sit in with a lash artist like during a live appointment. Just to, it's kind of like gives them the feel of everything, like the feel of the recliner we spoke about, the feel of like the the setup in your room as far as like um, your lash cart, like just like just everything. I think that's important for people to like be in, be in the mix of things, especially when you're trying to learn and like get the feel for this industry. So we do that on day four. Yep. And then day five, what we do, this is like our little claim to fame. So don't try and steal this. They will. They will. (laughs) They already have. (laughs) So we make it like a Navy SEAL boot camp. So basically what we do day five, we, the first part of the morning, we do photo editing and marketing where we teach them how to literally do this on a shoestring budget, Mm -hmm. get clients in their chair, and then the second half, we have them all sit down and start lashing. Wherever they start on that model is not where they are finishing. Every 20 minutes, we yell rotate. They have to stand up, take their lash tie on their tweezers, move one spot to the left, sit down. Sanitizer tweezers. Sanitizer tweezers and start lashing a brand new model. And the reason we have them do that is because it has to get them prepared in life because every model is different. Every eye is different. Every ethnicity is different. Mm-hmm. Some have three natural lashes. Some have 60 natural lashes. So it gets them having to work over another lash artist's work. What kind of style were they doing before? Can they jump in and adapt? And they're throughout the rest of the day will be switch, 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 so that they get used to like what it's going to be like in the real world mm-hmm. when they start lashing, you know, on their own. Yeah, we also teach them like how to unstick someone. Like, yes. you know, I mean, that's it's going to happen. Um, Experience lash artists still get people stuck. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, I just basically go off things that like I didn't learn in my course, which was pretty much everything. So I wanted to, (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to design something that, you know, we, we saw everything that was lacking with these trainings and they're still, and it's, it's so insane. Like, it's crazy to me. Like, can I, can I be honest with you guys too? Like, I feel five days is ripping you guys off when yeah. we do a course. Yeah. And we're already four more days than every other class out there. Yeah. I would say like if you are thinking about, you know, becoming a trainer or like I see it all the time and it's so funny. Like it's like, does anybody really know? You know what I mean? Like I see it all the time in these groups. They're like, hey, how do I become a trainer? And everybody's like F, like following, following. And like nobody knows. And it's like in what my. What about the misconceptions of Nala? Yeah. I'm not going to get into that because that would get me in real trouble. But. Okay. Um, I would call your state board. They're probably going to not know what, what the answer is, but go off whatever they tell you. You know what I mean? Like they're the ones who can realistically shut your business down or come after you, give you fines, whatever. Um, look what it takes to become an instructor in Nevada. It's ass backwards. So really try and like pin state board down talk to multiple people because they don't have their story straight there Um, and this is just from experience and this is nothing against them I understand that this industry is um, it's been booming and not regulated and not regulated and they don't know how to attack it they don't know how to handle it and they're not working fast enough to get it dialed in and you know hopefully 
we went and spoke with um, a new attorney of ours, and hopefully, you know, we already have a hearing set aside with state board and um, and actually the attorney general. And yeah. I mean, hopefully, this goes further because I have my own goals that I have with this industry, and trying just to make it more designed for actual lash artists that want to be a lash artist, but they don't want to spend, you know, fifteen to twenty-five grand to go to esthetician school. But I would say call state board to try and figure out what the first step is to become a trainer and to educate. Yeah, and here's the other thing. Make sure make sure you're a lash artist. Yeah. Like make sure you've got experience. Don't just take a course and then think you can teach it. I've seen so many people come through and take our course and mm-hmm. then they try and replicate. Yeah. Literally they copy, they plagiarize our, our, our binder. They try to copy the exact kits, tweezers, everything we use in the mm-hmm. kit. It's literally sassy lashes, but with somebody else's spin on it. Yeah. But don't be trying to, don't don't try and teach people if you don't have a fundamental like idea of what you're doing. There was a girl that took our class and she started teaching at one of the local colleges here and she wasn't even an esthetician or cosmetologist and had just taken our course, I don't know, three weeks before. I don't even know how that happened, but you, yeah. Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> I, I like, I'm not even here to have a semantical argument about the topic of how that happened, but I'm just saying like, you know, there's a misconception. People like some state boards will say you have to have, um, what do they call it? Like a instructor's permit. Yeah, the instructor's, instructor's permit. permit. But the instructor's permit doesn't make you a lash artist. It just means you took some extra hours to become an instructor. How are you going to teach if you don't have any experience doing it? Yeah. The other thing I'll say is this: make sure that going back to the whole five day thing, the reason we do it over five days is because it gives value. Mm-hmm. The more you can give somebody the less you're gonna to have to spend on marketing. You're not gonna to have to sell yourself. We have so many people that, we li- we turned off our Vegas classes, I don't know, a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And Ashley's like, the girl who takes the phone calls for her, our assistant, she's like, we get like 30 calls a day for people wanting to come to Vegas yeah. to take your class. We're not even advertising, we're not even spending money. Yeah. The precedence or the, the expectation of it is because we put on such a good class, we gave so much value mm-hmm. that they wanna take it so we don't have to advertise. So if you guys aren't out there just trying to clunk people over the head, and make a buck and if you genuinely care about their education and you want to see them do well they're gonna refer everybody to you yeah everybody comes to them is like wow your lashes are, who taught you how to do that xyz lashes or sass i'm just not, not even arbor i'm just saying like for you guys as the lash artist if you're looking to start doing training it's gonna put you out there in the highest light possible because you took the extra time to really dial somebody in and really train them and who knows they could become another, a, a person who works like an employee or lash artist who works under you one day. Yeah, so definitely give value. I think that also spread it out between book work and hands-on. I don't think if you're going to do a training and it all be like book work where you're just sitting up there. And I'm like, so glad you said that. Yeah, people are gonna tune out. They're gonna be thinking about like going to access, you know, the night before or whatever, and like it's you're gonna lose them. And this is such a hands-on industry that like you can't just like throw book work up or have them watch a video there was a girl who came into retail yesterday and said i need like lash strips i'm like girl we don't we don't sell them here yet and she's like oh well i have to take a video for like aveda and like all this i'm like how do you watch a video to learn lashes like i understand the concept absolutely but not for six hours only you know what i mean like what are you stuffing into that like you have to have value you could do it online and have a ton of value but like you can't expect to give one someone a certificate after six hours and not offer anything after that like no mentoring like we offer mentoring really give value and give value in your kit tell them about the shadowing program yeah we offer with ours like an after shadowing program they can go to any location anytime they go to the receptionist they say hey i took the sassy lash class don't get any ideas if you've never took the sassy lash class and want to go in and say that we'll know who you are we'll know who 
you are. Um, but they, they can go cameras. in. <laughs> they can go in and they can they can shadow whenever. Um, and I mean that's endless and it's crazy because we tell everybody go in shadow and like nobody does and it's like people dude. are afraid to bother us. Yeah. Like I was watching on YouTube instead. Yeah. There's something crazy. you said about going in person and like picking up some tips and tricks. And what's really cool, like let's say you're a left-handed lash artist, you were taught by a righty, you yeah. can go in and learn from a southpaw. Yeah. And there's cool. just there's so much to learn in this business, but yeah. like I think the other thing is too, what kind of continuing education are you offering as well? Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a lot of one-trick ponies or dinosaurs who've been in the lash industry for a long time that have not evolved. So, mm-hmm. like, I'll give you an example. Red, one of our senior lash artists who's been lashing 13 years. I'm not saying he hasn't evolved. I'm not saying that at all. What I was saying is he's been lashing for 13 years. He, when he first started, he would get his lashes. They came in like a little... Um, mason jar. Like a little mason jar. Mm-hmm. Put them on a sponge. Yeah, to put them on a sponge, sort them out by size. It took an hour just to find the lashes you wanted before you could yeah. start the appointment. There was no volume. They were big, thick, clunky things. And like if you had thin, little, brittle, frail, natural lashes, you couldn't even get these clouds. They were like bazookas. <laughs> and they would twist around. Yeah. But um, red has been evolving constantly. Like even when uh, Sandra from Lash 401 was here, yeah, he was just like, wow, I was blown away by some of the stuff I picked up from her. Mm-hmm. He's always evolving. He's not like, I'm 13 years tenured. I'm a master lash artist. Oh, yeah. There's this misconception. Everybody's a master lash artist because they've been, they've logged their 14 years of lashing. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you whippersnappers. I'm a t- you know what I mean? Like if you don't no. evolve, it's like anything. It's like Darwinism. If you don't, do- it's, it's adapt or die. Yeah. If you don't evolve and if you're not learning the latest techniques yourself, don't think because you're an educator and lashing a long time that you're the foremost expert. No. This business is new and it's going to keep changing and what might be working now might be completely different mm-hmm. two years from now. People are like, you believe how I used to lash two years ago? Yeah. So just remember, keep yourself abreast, all the latest trends so that you can relay that to the people that you're looking to teach as your student. Yeah. I was going to go back to the kit. Add value in your kit. I always see these people who are doing trainings and it's like the chintziest kit whatsoever. Like the kit I had was like literally like a see-through bag and I had like one tray. <laughs> like literally like in our kit we give glue, we give lip mask, we give ring light, we give, you know, six trays. There's a lot that we give. So if you're thinking about doing a training, don't chip these people because some of those people, you know, gathered all their pennies and, and blew their mm. wad on, on your school, on, on whatever you're going to train on lashes. and they're relying on that kit to start their journey. And if you're jipping them with one last trade, they're not going to get far. And that kind of sucks too. Cause like if they don't have a lot of money, like that just kind of sucks. So give value in your products and your manual. And I would definitely um, offer some type of mentoring afterwards or something. I think that's important. Yeah. And also like she was saying, you don't know what people's financial backgrounds are. Yeah. Someone might be like strapped student loan debt because they went and got their esthetician or cosmetology license. So they could do lashes didn't and learn lashes. didn't learn lashes in school. And now they got to go take it a step further and, and pay more money out of pocket to learn how to become a lash artist by somebody. And they might have a sweet grandma who's like, who believes in them. It's like, hey, you know, I'm strapped. I'm on a fixed income, but I'll put it on my credit card because I believe in you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So don't be like that schmuck who's out there just looking to club people over the head. You know, there are people out there who genuinely want to do this and are trying to, to muster up the confidence and like really want to learn this. So just make sure that you're you're helping these people out, giving them as much. Put yourself in their shoes. Mm-hmm. That's like the. If Sean and I didn't come from such a like, I don't call it a poor background. But I, I mean, was way more poor than you. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, thanks. No, no, for no, I'm sure. Saying, no, I, I mean like, <sighs> I, I mean I wasn't like we we didn't have like food on the table. I'm yeah. more like I'm just saying like, think and put yourself in that person's shoes. Where do they come from? 
you know, what is their background? Not everybody's, you know, got rich parents like here, yeah, of course, go change your major 14 times, mm-hmm. enroll in six different colleges. We don't care. Yeah. So just give them value, help them out. And then uh, I think the last thing I was going to say too, is this have some type of finance plan in place. If you can, not everybody can and afford that like amount. I'm not talking like you're in um, a bank chasing down payments, but like find some finance companies. Like we use PayPal, Mm-hmm. to finance our classes so that people can actually just like a credit card yeah. can set it up on a payment plan where they can get like six months, no interest, no payments. Look, there's, it's not just PayPal. There's a million companies out there that will finance for mm-hmm. you to where you get paid the full amount and then they're on a payment plan with them. So it's on them if they don't pay and it helps them out because it makes it affordable. That's what starts making you more legit. When you can actually take payments, when you have a continuing education you know, policy in place for them and when you make it multiple days, that's when you're going to start giving them value and that's when you're gonna start differentiating yourself from the rest of the schmucks out there. Nice, you did a good job. <laughs> well, thank you, you did a good job. <laughs> All right, she told it. me I'm gonna get some D. I'm yeah. like, wait a minute, <laughs> get out of here. That's all we have for you today. As always, if you haven't done so yet, please make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel or the podcast and please refer a friend. That's mm-hmm. our fee, that's what we ask in, re- in return from you guys. Refer somebody to us that could be of similar, you know, could get some value from this as well. Until then, we will see you in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you.